because we are the champions of the world. We're the champions. That feels good. I'm going to say it again. We are the champions. What a parade yesterday in Toronto. All of Canada was watching. I'm sure a lot of Canada even drove to Toronto to attend the parade. Uh, it, it cleared up in Toronto. It was supposed to be rainy. The sun came out. I just feel like yesterday was meant to be. It was something that this country was looking for for I don't know how many years. I don't remember the last time a professional sports team won a championship in this country. So it was something that this country needed. It was beautifully uh, televised, broadcasted, whatever you want to say. The whole country was tuned in and just watched an amazing event. So once again, congratulations to the Toronto Raptors and congratulations to Canada. We're all champions. You're a champion. You're a champion. You're a champion. I'm a champion. And guess what? Champions get to do whatever the hell we want to do. We can do whatever. So this summer, there's no rules. Do whatever you want. We're champions. You can, uh, you know, I don't know what you want to do, but if, you, if you're, you're second-guessing yourself, don't second-guess yourself. Just go ahead and do it. You're a champion. You did it. You deserve this just as much as Kawhi deserves this. We're all part of one big Raptors family. We're all Raptors. We're all Canadian, and we're all champions. Bada-boom, bada-bing, we did it. Hopefully we can do it next year. Hopefully Kawhi signs for another five years, four years, three years, two years, one year. Doesn't matter. Hopefully he comes back. Hopefully Gasol comes back. I know Trudeau was there yesterday at the parade, and I saw him backstage on the live broadcasting, and he was talking to Kawhi, and I don't think he knew that the mic was on that loud, but you could hear him say, I know I'm not supposed to say this, but we would love to have you back in Canada next year. I think that's called persuading, and the NBA frowns upon that, but he's the prime minister. He has to make big moves. I don't even know. I don't think Kawhi even knew who he was, Justin Trudeau, but whatever, man, whatever. Hopefully he comes back. Hopefully we can do this again next year and uh, and have that parade again in Toronto. Wow, just what a spectacle. It's something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. I hope it's something that you guys remember for the rest of your life. If not, yeah. Drake had a good speech. He said that these moments were far and uh, rare and far. What did he say? He said something like, like a cool rapper would say. I could never say it because, well, there you go. I forget what he said. But he said something really cool when he first got out there on the stage. Um, only I, I, only rappers could remember. I probably I can't remember what he said. But something about far and in between. Uh, these moments are far and in between is maybe what he said. Meaning that we don't get to win championships all the time. I think that's what he said. Anyways, it was a great spectacle. Plant guy gave his plant to Kawhi. Kawhi accepted and he cheered. He celebrated, so hopefully that means that he's thinking about staying as the plant was a housewarming gift. Who knows? My head's spinning. Anyways, I'm going to say congratulations one more time. Uh, today on the podcast, we have Liam O'Brien. Liam has been on the show before. He came on last summer. He's one of our early guys that was a professional hockey player uh, that came on to the podcast that came onto the podcast and gave us some credibility. So he's one of our early guys. He just recently signed a contract with the Washington Capitals. He's been with the organization for, I think, five years now, maybe four, four, five, six years. He recently, like I said, signed a contract with Washington. Uh, he played in Hershey last year. Guy has gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with the best of them. The best in hockey Liam has fought. 
the best. I'm not joking. This guy is tough as nails. Last year in Hershey, 74 games played, 15 goals, 13 assists for a total of 28 points, and he racked up 118 penalty minutes. This guy is the definition of maritime grit. We're happy to have him on the show. He is a Halifax native. I'm pretty sure his parents live just down the street from me too. So he is coming on the show. Myself, dudes is going to be here as well. It's going to be a great podcast. I hope everyone enjoys this. Have a great day. Hi, Button. You know what comes next. Here we go. It's a jewel-friendly podcast. All right, Liam, we're going. (laughs) Every time I start the podcast, you always interrupt. That's my thing. Liam, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, guys. How are you? Pleasure to be back. I'm great, man. I'm I'm great. I'm uh, back home, and then there's, there's nothing better than that. I was saying in the intro that you were one of our early professional hockey player, like investors in the high button, not like money wise, but like you came in on the show early and you gave us some credibility. So I don't know if we thanked you for that, but ever since that summer, last summer, it's kind of been a whirlwind for us. So thanks. I appreciate you coming on then. Not and you now you guys are hot right now. Hot topic. <laughs> the momentum. Hey? I don't know how. <laughs> I'll ride them all. I guess so. I love it. You're hot. You're a hot topic right now over the city with the speaking contract. Of which, speaking of which, how does that feel? It feels good. It feels good to get it out of the way um, early, I guess. Most the last two summers, at least, um, it kind of took a little longer. Um, you know, just uh, negotiation wise yeah. and stuff like that, almost going to arbitration. But um, no, it just feels good to kind of get that out of the way. Um, you know, I know I got a job next year, so yeah. Um, just you know happy to be able to go do what i love you're no you go i was just gonna ask arbitration like i know a lot of like professional hockey players would understand the term but for guys like me even i hear arbitration all the time but what does that entail basically basically you go to like uh i would have had to fly into toronto yeah and you go to like uh i've never this is just from other people's experiences you go into like a kind of like a court situation or law you know i don't know and the the team you you got to plead your case right. of like hey I did this I scored this many goals I do oh, this shit. I do that I do that and then the team like the team that you're you know that's had you is ripping you pretty much saying no he's no good at this he's not that great at this that's he's, why they didn't sign so, you basically that's what they would be talking that's about, what they'd be talking about yeah. right so they're trying to bring your value down and you're trying to bring your value up so money wise um yeah I mean, that's awkward it's awkward because like i mean you've got scene. you've got your gm yeah uh ripping you and it's like you're still signing with them and you're trying you're, to plead you're your trying case to play for the guy yeah. that's ripping you so yeah. it's like it's it's a weird situation and 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 it's not you know it's not really something that either party really wants to get into right um it's not fun for them either because they don't want to you know they they obviously if they want you back there's a reason why they want you back and they don't want to you know, tear you down. But so uh, did Nylander have to go to arbitration last year? No, his situation was different. Was um, I didn't really understand like so many different things in hockey. Like I was a restricted free agent again this year. Yeah. So um, I wasn't able to sign anywhere else but Washington. Okay. Um, next year I'll be unrestricted, but I'm I'm going into my sixth year pro. So if you got to think about that, that's a long time with the same organization being yeah. restricted. Yeah. Um, but you know, um. Yeah, it's just it's once you hit the age of 25, which I'm 24 still, once you hit the age of 25, um, that's when you become an unrestricted free agent. 
Depending so that's automatic, on, 25? Depends on NHL games um, as well. But, yeah, 25, it's an automatic. Because I was going to ask you, is that something that the restricted and unrestricted, is that something you seek out as part of your contract, or was that just an automatic thing that's implemented up until it's already, certain age? It's, yeah, restriction, everything like that, that's already it's already supplemented. It's already there. You know, it's put in place. Um, yeah, there's quite a few rules that you don't you even know, know about. That I didn't know about yeah. that I'm just learning about every year. Well, it's an um, interesting thing that you're starting to learn this now, or you've probably yeah. been learning it over the six years you've been a professional hockey player. Because even after your career, if you know this stuff, I think this is the, you know, the common Joe doesn't know any of this. No. They think they do. They'll listen to Sportsnet and copy whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. whoever's saying. But if you actually know this stuff, no relationships within professional hockey, like sports management after the career, like things like that can just like fold over for you. It's crazy. I think people see sometimes they see like a contract signing and it doesn't really make sense to them. But like there's Kathy, other ways. That website? Yeah. There's other ways that it, it kind of makes sense, you know? Yeah. Even trade sometimes you get teams that, that like, you know, we just made a trade with Philly, um, Washington did, and they traded for Gudis. Uh, mm-hmm. They traded Niskanen for Gudis. And Radical. Gudis, he's a good he's a good defenseman. He's a stay at home. Is he offensively is he better than Niskanen? Probably not. But um, Niski's got a lot of like he's making I don't know I don't know what he's making he's making a lot of money. Yeah. And so they're eating part of the cap because you know we're having cap problems. Like we don't have enough money to pay all our RFAs and our our other guys that are are up that are UFAs. So yeah. it's complicated. It's like. It's uh, it's it a business. It's a business. Yeah, at the end of the it, day, right? It's a business. It's funny yeah. that you said the caps cap. Yeah, and I was gonna the say caps that. cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the caps cap. I'm like, what? what People are, are gonna about? be listening to this. They're not gonna have a clue what yeah. I just. I said. already learned a lot. Yeah, just because, yeah. like you said, you listen to the sports center, you listen to the TSN or wherever you hear, you know, blah blah blah, or he goes to arbitration, and you're sitting in your chair at home going, ooh, you don't want to go to arbitration. But what the fuck is arbitration? You know? You just so kind of shake your head and just pretend like you know, and you just walk away from the situation. You're like, oh yeah, good. Yeah. So how was your year? I know you had a great year. You were on the podium a lot in the playoffs. People were asking you questions left, right, and center. So you probably had a, <laughs> an extremely relevant role in Hershey this year. Um, how do you think you did, and how did the team do? Oh, it was a crazy year. I mean, we were in last place before Christmas. So Just like um, St. Louis. We went from we, – yeah, it was pretty much the same situation as St. Louis, except we didn't win, which you know, <laughs> was pretty disappointing. But um, we went on like a – I think it was a 17-game heater. Um <laughs> And we just kind of turned things around. We just had, like, uh, a really good group of, you know, older guys. Not even older guys. I mean, young older guys, I guess you could put it. You're just a young veterans. Guy. Just yeah, games, like a young games played kind of Just shit. games played kind of, you know, veteran situation. So we just kind of were able to turn it around. Our young guys kind of bought in. They learned, like, pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but it was scary at first. I mean, I think we went. I think we lost the first five, six games straight, and <laughs> we were like, oh. "Oh my god, we were uh, we were in some trouble." But uh, yeah, we got ourselves out of it and kept the momentum going. Went into uh, playoffs, won the first round and the second round. I mean, Charlotte, who ended up winning the whole thing, beat us. But um, yeah, no, it was awesome, man. Individually, it was awesome here. Um, I got the opportunity to play, uh, you know, top six minutes for That's the majority sick. of the year which is you know it's not really my role but i was able to uh adjust play with some pretty high-end players um you know and i was able to adjust to it as well and and you know put some put, put a little bit of numbers up and score some goals and do my thing still but um no individually it was a great year and uh, just excited to get better this summer and and try to uh go make the team next year it seems like you're a fan favorite up there why do you think that is 
Well, the thing in the U.S. is is like I don't. They they love the guys that like play hard or like hit or fight or yeah. They're big. They're big into that. And um, Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's just. I don't know. I mean, I think in the community I've done a lot, um, and they just kind of appreciate that. And I've been there so long now. Yeah, that's true. That. You know, they, there's a huge turnover in the American League. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was in, I was there. It's my fifth year. So familiar face. A familiar face. Um, and uh, they just like they kind of like having the same guys around. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm always, you know, I'm always good with the fans, and they've always been good to me. So it's a, uh, it's a good relationship I have there with them. So when you say you do things in the community, what type of things would that be? Like paint, paint us a picture. Oh, I mean, from hospital visits to I, I'm on the ice with uh, groups of young kids um, to, um, you know, reading books to kids at schools to, I mean, I, I'd, I'd say I'm doing something in the community at least two, at least, no, at least three to four times a month. Wow. Um, wow. There's almost something every week that um, I'm doing. And it's not just me. It's, it's my teammates as well. I think our organization in general in Hershey is really good at, uh, getting out into the community, nice. uh, we do a lot of things, and it's uh, it's pretty special. I think that's why we have such a such a good fan base. I was gonna say that you guys such a great. good following, yeah. and um, yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. Did you find um, when you guys struggled at the start of the year? Did you find that the fans were still loyal, did, or did you see some more empty seats kind of thing? No, they were still loyal. I mean, it's uh, it's a hockey town, right? Huge hockey town. It has been for a long time and uh no matter what they they always show up um are they happy no <laughs> i mean they give they give uh brian helmer who is our vp of operations or whatever um um they give him uh, uh a hard time or they give they give the coaching staff sometimes a hard time you know we, like so the invested. fans do especially like the, the the super fans and the yep. they, they're not happy when we lose because they're so used to winning championships and stuff so uh they weren't happy but when we turned it around it was crazy i mean they they were uh they were they were awesome they were going wild so yeah it seemed it like a great atmosphere because i remember I can't, i've yeah. seen a video i think maybe it was a teddy bear toss or something like that i think the last time yeah our teddy bear tosses are, are insane Oh, they are, man. Yeah, yeah, you were on like you were on hockey night in Canada once, Coach's Corner once. Yeah, that was you got the goal. That was not this year. That was the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Don Cherry called you the old Irish (laughs) Irish boy. Yeah, Yeah. Irish boy O'Brien. picking up the teddy bears. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I don't know how many we got this year, but we got a lot. That's sick. So I just remember Hershey being a, a historic organization. I remember back when who was there before you? That's from here. Gordo. Gordo. Andrew, yeah. I, he, I remember him being there back, you know, this is back when I even played, and he always talked about that organization just being historic, first class, and even looking at your Instagram page now and just seeing the fans there, uh, even like when you guys go on road trips, I guess. I don't know. They're just It just seems like a, an organization that's first class, and everything's yeah. everything seems nice there. Because yeah. when I, I, you know, I've, who do we have on the podcast I mean, earlier? It's from the A, um, Babaco from California. He played for he played St. for St. John. Oh, okay, yeah, Sea Dogs, yeah, yeah. and he was saying like out west, like some of the fan bases aren't really the best out there out in California. You mean Boco, Boco, yeah, Boco. Boco, yeah, Boco, yeah, yeah, Mama, yeah, Boco. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Mama. <laughs> and he was saying like out west in the AHL, some of the they're not the best fan bases, and it's hard to get a crowd, and it just seems like you guys are is, always. Is he, was crowd. he complaining? 
He wasn't complaining. He's, he's like, it's in, my first year pro. I'm living in California. He's care. living in California. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know what? When guys from out there complain, I tell them to just pipe it. Do you even like, look in the stands when you're oh in California? Oh, my God. Like, Does it even matter? Like, you're, <laughs> like, you're going to the rink probably with a, a, a friggin' suit on and shorts, like yeah. a blazer and shorts or something, like something stupid like Surfboard. that. Surfboard. Surfboard. <laughs> guys in San Diego. Just a diff- It's a different life over there. Um, also, there's pros and cons to both, but um, no they jokes. play less games than what? we do. Yeah, it's a travel? joke. In the same travel, league? Travel. In the same league, they play less games than we do. They don't play three and threes. Well, um, so when someone from out there complains, I just like kind of shake my head, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. But no, I mean, it's, I don't know, like it, – we we do jersey auctions. Put it this way: we do jersey auctions after games, and yeah. every guy's jersey goes for between a thousand dollars to sometimes four thousand dollars. Wow! What? So the fans buy American League hockey player jerseys for up to four thousand dollars sometimes. Wow! Yeah, like I've had a jersey go for thirty one hundred once. There's been guys that are that were re- like Joel Recklage. It was like a big time heavyweight. Mm, I didn't recognize him. Um, he his jerseys would go for stupid amounts of money. Um, yeah, insane. like it's insane. It's insane. And and you go to the rink and you've got every fan there has their jersey on. It's a thing there, and they're all different jerseys. You got St. Patrick's Day jerseys. You've got breast cancer jerseys you've got every i mean we have lots of different events uh throughout the year uh especially in hershey groundhog day like everything any, any like star wow. wars star wars night May like it's fourth. crazy yeah you guys just don't wear your regular jerseys ever just, <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of random ones. Third, like third like tons of third jerseys every like third jerseys every year really nice ones and stuff so um yeah it's just that kind of town like you, you you'd go into the rink and you'd find people walking around and andrew gordon jerseys really? 100% yeah you're pumped if you're yeah. him he was a fan favorite when he was there too people love him people always come up to me and they always because they know I'm from the same the Maritimes area as him and they say they just ask me if, if he's doing okay and how you know how is he or you know have you seen him and he I was, hope he's I hope yeah. he's listening to this yeah that's great he was probably big in the community too yeah well it's just the Maritime yeah it's just the Maritime nature of us like you know we're friendly people yeah. we don't mind stopping and having a five-minute conversation with a stranger that's true i think most people yeah. would just be like all right you know i'm a pro hockey like player little, you, know, you know you know it's a it's a it's a good <laughs> good attitude that we have towards towards fans yeah, I think. it's actually going by everybody says that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this could be a stupid question but i don't think so do you guys get a discount on chocolate up there or do you get free chocolate we just get free stuff if we want it so what's I mean, your favorite type of chocolate you like the almond stuff i'm a i'm a reese's pieces peanut or uh peanut butter guy oh, yeah. peanut butter cup guy sorry reese's peanut butter peanut butter cup guy i should yeah. know that those i should are the know good that ones. word i don't know i don't know that does word. hershey manufacture one. those one. those ones does hershey look i've after actually had a i've actually had a fresh one before what, what's the difference what what do well, you like mean right off the right off the thing right like off the fresh, belt yeah right off the belt so you went to the factory yeah fresh one right off the belt is that something you guys do every year is go to the factory no i did that earlier on in my career yeah figures um but we don't do that anymore stay but. off the chocolate boys <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> when i first got there You'd go into the training room, and if you wanted, like, 
any kind of chocolate or whatever it's like there's this little drawer and you would open this drawer just like in your teacher's desk because they they uh they do twizzlers and licorice and all that i'm a huge licorice guy black licorice or red every every type of licorice just any type they've got but they've got all the flavors in the u.s is it's different they've got every single flavor possible um, flavors isn't a thing here yeah yeah yeah. flavors isn't a thing here yet <laughs> no. i don't think they've only got the red or the the dark licorice there they got everything they got everything america so you go in there and it's just it's heaven but they got rid of that <laughs> why'd they get rid of it what do you because think? we we had a well we had our it's just yeah boys were getting boys were abusing it boys were having going in there every morning halfway through practice we had a we had a we had one of the ladies uh that works for that doesn't work for our team sorry that's a fan for our team she'd come in every sunday so we play three and threes friday saturday sunday you'd come into the rink in the morning sunday do video but there'd be cinnamon buns there there'd be muffins there'd be cookies there'd be all this stuff like just baked goods so the boys would be in the training room just mucking baked goods coming up with icing on the yeah. face it sounds you just, like you just described your like, dream you're, man. yeah it's it was <laughs> but they had to get the gas that too so now, like, the lady kind of, like, tries to sneak in every now and then and do it. But so what do you guys get now? Like, the, who's the lady? I uh, forget her name. She's, like she's, the, she's a she's sweet lady. She's a sweet lady. She's awesome. She's just a really good uh, baker. She cooks. I think she was cooking meals for the guys before, too. Like, guys that were single. She was, like, cooking them <laughs> lasagnas and stuff. So yeah. they're not eating that fucking pizza hut every Forget night. her name. I feel bad. She's a, she's a sweet lady. But Does your woman live down there with you? Uh, yeah, she was down there for the majority of the time. Does so. she cook? Yeah, she's phenomenal. What's her cook. favorite dish that you like? Uh, That's a great question. She, she can, I mean, she's, <laughs> she's good at, she's good at just about every, everything she does, but, uh, I'd say she does this eggplant, um, lasagna. Huh? Mm. And it doesn't sound good, but it's super healthy. But it, it was one of the best things I think I, uh, I've ever ate. Like, it was incredible. Eggplant um, lasagna. And Is I didn't – it wasn't just me and her. We didn't live together. It was me, hi, me, her, and then uh, my roommate for three years now – or for three years, yeah, Barber. Is he a good roommate or does he leave he's good roommate, everywhere? Yeah. No, he's a good roommate. He's he all right. clean the microwave when he puts spaghetti in it and it goes everywhere? No, nah, he wouldn't the clean the microwave. He doesn't clean he's the microwave. not a clean guy. He doesn't clean stuff. <laughs> he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't do that. But. And he knows it probably too. Well, I mean, she was basically taking care of two of us, the two of us. God love her. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> babysitting. Just seriously, <laughs> just babysitting us. But no, she's uh, she's really good. Like this morning, I had like, she made something for me for breakfast. Oh, she's like an Sweet potato. Right it was like sweet potato with peanut butter and like bananas and fruit, like fresh fruit what? all you cut your own, up. like dietitian? Pretty much. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. She's, she puts a lot of, a lot of effort in and. No, she's awesome. And she's, she's, she's from Pro- Prague. Is she's she? from Prague. Yeah. Does she ever make anything like specifically from like you know? Oh yeah, like she'll, she'll make like schni- she'll make awesome schnitzels and <sighs> she'll make really good. Uh, they call it my favorite thing. There is called uh, svichkova. I don't know if you've had svichkova. It's like um, lasagna. It's like meat. It's like in this like sauce. It's hard to describe, but it's it's unbelievable. If you ever go back for anything, yeah, you gotta. You got to go to local. It's called local. All right. And you get the Zvichkova. It's really good. This dumplings. Like you know what dumplings? You ever have dumplings Love there? Love dumplings. Yeah. She makes really good dumplings, like potato dumplings. I'm starving. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. have breakfast either. I want to yeah. hear you say Zvichkova again. Shish kebab. See, he's like Don Cherry. Zvichkova. Zvichkova. There's no way. Like Zvichkova. I don't, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, so... Well, Vich. you get it every time you order it, don't you? The guy's like, ah, yes. Zvichkova. <laughs> Zvichkova. Let's go. Pivo, pivo, Zvichkova. What's that? Beer, pivo. Pivo? Pivo, yeah. See, that's a term I need to know, right? Pivo is easy. 
Pivo is really That's easy. a four-letter word. And they cost like not even a buck over there. Not even a buck? Not even a buck. No. That's the good thing about your... You're talking about Prague? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You're over there. The expensive part's just getting there. But once you're there, beers are one euro. You get a hot dog for a euro. The food is cheap. The beer is cheap. The yeah. experience is cheap. It's just getting there. Well, getting that's always the issue is getting there, right? I save more yeah. money traveling. I save way more money traveling over in Europe than I do in, in you know, going to Mexico or... Oh fuck! No yeah, Mexico, right. Mexico's American, and they much. make everything so yeah. accessible in Europe, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not like oh, you get like even just for example, if you come here, I know it's a big difference, but like just trying to get on the metro trains, you got to wait like forty-five minutes, or then you got to sit in traffic. But they have like thirteen trains going, and there's planes and there's buses. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's meant for you to be on the move. I yeah. feel like, and everything's cheap. Like to fly there, I mean, you can. I flew from Barcelona to Prague. It was not even, you know, not even sixty dollars, man. Like, <laughs> Some of those planes are sketchy. I took a cab from downtown Halifax Saturday night home, and it cost forty dollars. So, like, come on. So like, why wouldn't I just go to <laughs> Europe? Yeah, what like am I this? doing? Could you imagine? Small. though? Imagine like living in Prague, and you just want to go to Greece for the weekend. You could do it for like sixty euro. You kidding me? Yeah. You yeah. Just save your tips up. You go to Greece for the weekend. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. How was uh, Barcelona with Penny? Or am I supposed to say that? <laughs> it was, was he, awesome. No, yeah. no, it's okay. fine. It was awesome. How are uh, the nude beaches? The new beaches. Oh yeah, you got a girlfriend. So <laughs> you didn't like the wrinkly That's old, all right. the wrinkly old she ball knows, sack. No, she knows. She's she's been there. Uh, she's been there too. She's, she's from she's, Europe. She's from Europe. Yeah, she knows all about that. She's stuff, probably but. been there. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I was in I was in France before, like a few years ago, with Luke Ramey. I don't know you played with Rames. and uh, so Luke I've experienced Cap. the whole nude beach thing, um, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's different for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a good difference. You didn't like it's the wrinkly good, old dangly ball sacks? It's a good difference until you see like four or five old men just <laughs> spread eagle sitting on the beach. Loving not it even too. facing, not even like facing the water, facing the people walking the boardwalk, just like this, and you're just like, Oh my god, like oh, jail yeah. time here, buddy. Yeah, that's that's it was yeah. it's free living over there. You're just yeah. flapping, just doing whatever the hell you want. That's why they're so happy. They can just do whatever they want. Classic guys, yeah. though, taking it the next level and sitting towards the people <laughs> at the boardwalk instead of just mining their own with their nuts out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's a cool it's a cool spot. Wow, house phone. Phone's you guys going. heard it. This studio has a house phone. <laughs> Sorry. That's our agent calling. We got to go to Barcelona. I, I think we're going to um, arbitration. Arbitration. <laughs> <laughs> called it arbitration. I told you, Don Cherry. Wait, what did I say? Arbitration. And what is it? Arbitration. arbitration. Fuck's sakes. It's all right. Um, <laughs> I love it. Dash one. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you're around pro hockey players. I know in the summer you're you're around with the boys, and you're saying that a stressful time is not being signed going into the year, and the fact that you've got your deal done, you're good, you're you're stress free. Do you notice a difference in guys' personalities when they don't have uh, a deal signed? I know myself, I would be stressed out as, you know, anything, knowing that I could potentially be making a million dollars next year and it's not done yet. Do you find that that affects some guys, maybe when they're in the gym, maybe when they're just trying to have a good time out on the beach, anything like that? I think for sure. Um, especially guys that, like, have families and stuff, you know? It's I never just, thought of it's, that. Um, it's, a, it's not an easy time. Um, you know, I've had teammates who have gone through, you know, not getting a contract in North America and then it almost being too late for them to go to Europe. And then it's just, it's tough, you know. The next thing you know, they're playing somewhere they don't want to be. They don't really, sh somewhere where they really shouldn't be, you know, they should be playing at a higher level. And, um, yeah, it's uh, it's stressful. Um, it's not easy uh, to watch that stuff happen either. 
from the sidelines, like knowing that you have a deal and somebody who's, you know, deserving of a, you know, a good contract isn't quite getting, you know, what he's worth. Yeah. Um, or none at all, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's tough, but it's a business and we all kind of know, uh, what we, what we got ourselves into and you just have to have the right, uh, you know, right agent, right support group around you. And that's what my next question was. What do you look for in an agent? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with uh, a really good one right now. Um, talk to him all the time. He's got, he either comes watch me play, uh, watch, comes and watches me play or a guy, actually a local guy, Daryl Young, who's part of the company mm. as well, comes and watches me play. I'm sure you guys know Daryl. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a guy we got to get on here. Abs- yeah. He's an awesome guy. So, um, no, I'm really happy with the people I'm with now. Um, they, uh, they make calls, they make the calls, they, they support me. Um, um, they've been really good to me. So you just kind of look for somebody who you can who you know is going to help you, who, who's, got who's you making the actions um, yeah. and uh, who's going to make the calls. Cause you know, sometimes as a player, you know, you're in a, you're in my, my, my spot and you're, you got an agent who's got guys like, you know, Sid, the kid or flurry or guys like that. You know, those guys are going to come first priority to yeah. them obviously so because they're making more money off them you just need somebody who's going to make you a priority and and who's going to you know go to war for you so you said you had an agent who didn't even watch you play hockey yeah so i oh my man man it was crazy like i i I was in my i think i was three years pro and it wasn't like i played in the nhl at that point a little bit too hadn't watched me play hadn't hadn't gone to dinner with the guy hadn't you know, he'd call me, maybe we'd maybe have a conversation maybe twice a year. Twice maybe once, a year? Maybe once a year. Yeah, it was really bad. Really bad. There I'm not just, even your agent. No, I talked to you. There like was no years. relationship there at all. And, you know, like with an agent, you don't really need a relationship with your agent, but you at least, need you know, you're paying page. this guy, you're paying this guy money to work for you. And it is business. But at the same time, like, you, you know, the guy's got to, he's got to be checking in on you, seeing yeah. how you're doing. It's not clients. just, it's not even just the, it's not even just the, uh, you know, the hockey side of it. It's the mental side of it too. Like it's like playing the American league is a, it's a, t- it's probably the toughest league to play in, in the world. No dopes. So, um, yeah, there's just no relationship there at all. And, uh, anyways, I got rid of him. Like you don't quick. need to be best friends with the guy, but you, you need to, you know, he need to be, he needs to be in your corner. Cause as much of it, as much as fuck. As much of it as your job is to produce and stuff like that, it's his job or her job or whatever to make it seem like, you know, you're almost producing more than you are, right? Like they're supposed to have your back at all times to put you out there. It's not supposed to be, oh, yeah, just take him. He's, I didn't watch him play. You're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So was he your agent right from the get-go? Like junior? So I, I, well, the thing, the the shitty part about it was, was I was with um, the agency since I was 13 years old and I didn't actually start dealing with that specific guy until I turned pro. Um, I had a different guy all through junior and he was, you know, fantastic. Um, and he took really good care of me my entire junior career. Um, always put the work in, um, had my back was actually the guy that got me my NHL tryout and And kind of opened the door for me. Right. That's all you need. So, I kind of had like that, you know, just I had a lot of respect for him. And that's kind of why I, I stuck with the agency for the three years. 
but at the same time after the entry level contract that I was on was up I was like you know I gotta gotta move on gotta find somebody different so I want to ask you a question about the the culture in a AHL locker room and on the ice too because at the end of the day everyone there wants to be in the NHL so I feel like it's a more competitive space rather than an NHL dressing room don't get me wrong everyone in the NHL obviously they always say it's easy to make it or it's harder to stay there but I feel in the AHL everyone isn't looking out for themselves but is almost making sure that they get noticed by the NHL team in order to get called up now I could be talking out my ass I could be completely wrong but what do you notice about being in the AHL and guys that are maybe just get get sent down from Washington and their attitude about getting back up there. Is there anything like that? Maybe. Uh... So I'd say in the American League, there's, there's, there's three stages. There's okay. your young kid, you're coming in, you're yeah. hungry, you're a high-end prospect, and you're trying to get to the NHL, and you're putting the work in, and you're, and you're, you're just, you, you haven't really figured everything out yet. You haven't really figured pro hockey out yet. And then you've got the stage that I'm in right now where it's, you know, I've played and I feel like I'm able to play at that level. Like I feel like I'm able to make that jump. Um, but right now I'm in the American League and I'm kind of caught in between. And, and my time is, I guess you could say, my time is starting to run out. Uh, like uh, that window is, is going to be, you know, close in the next two to three years, right? So, but then you got the other stage, which is which are guys that are in the American League and know they're going to be in the American League. They know they're not really going to get that call up. They know what their role is in the American League. Um, they're veteran guys. They might even be NHL guys that, you know, had a good career and they're down in the American League and they're playing just to keep playing and, and they're getting paid really good money. Um, so you've kind of got like a, a different dynamic and everybody kind of understands the situation that everybody, everybody else is in. Else is in. Mm. Um, they almost some, – some guys almost – some guys are unsure of where they stand. Some guys know exactly where they stand, and some guys are really just trying to create something for themselves, mm -hmm, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, if you were to ask anybody that's played in the American League and in the NHL, the, they would say that the guys in the American League are a lot closer than they would be in the NHL. Why is that? Bumps and bruises? I don't know. Is I think that? it's you're, – you're, you're, you're closer – probably living wise i would say most of the guys live in in the same area um there's a lot more i feel like there's a lot more team parties um you spend more time on the road with each other you know in the nhl you're taking flights so everything's pretty quick I, i'd say what do you mean um wait so like in the nhl everything's <coughs> quick and they're taking flights so there's like no time to hang out there's there's time to hang out like guys are still close don't get me wrong like guys still get really close in the nhl and and it's and it's a, it's always you know a hockey team any team is always a, you know a tight-knit group but together in the american league is just a different you're growing together too there's a lot more young guys a lot more single guys yeah. um or guys just with just with girlfriends um so I feel like in the NHL, a lot of guys have families, and they've got uh, they've got a lot of other stuff going on in their lives. Um, there's obviously guys that are um, on their own page too, and they're <laughs> they're um, <laughs> they're just doing their own thing. Uh, it's just it's different. There's there's a lot less like guys in the NHL have the right to have a little more <laughs> house going. going again, have the right to probably have a little more ego, but there's probably a little more ego up in the NHL too, than there would be in the American league. That um, makes sense. So it's uh it's definitely a different dynamic dynamic. It's a lot of fun though. 
That's why I said bumps and bruises because I feel like in the AHL you're more prone to seeing guys like coming up and down or you know not making it or or then finally making it. Whereas like in the NHL, a lot of the guys are solidified, right? They stay on that team other than the couple guys that are coming up and down. But in NHL, you got guys coming in, you got guys leaving, you got guys going up, you got guys that are coming down from the NHL, right? And you just see more and you have to go through more as a team is how I envision it. Yeah, hundred you know I mean? percent. Yeah, and and the thing is, is you're you want to you want to see. Like there's there's not a guy on my team that I don't that I don't want to see have success. Right, um, goes a long way. But like when you get sometimes when you get called up to the NHL, you've got guys that are you know veteran guys and they've been there a while, and you're going up there to steal their job, and they're not necessarily going to be the nicest guy towards you. You know, no, whether, nice. Just keep your distance. Just, just think, like yeah, no, exactly. You. you know, you're kind of like a threat, I guess you could say. <clears throat> but like and, you said, both both parties know what's going on. Yeah, right. Exactly. So yeah, Smith Pelly was down there this year, wasn't he? Yeah. What was that like when he was down there? Because that's a guy who won a cup the year before, and he's down there. What was he like? He was he was pretty quiet. I was mean, he? he came down. He played really well for us, though. Um, he's a pretty quiet guy. Keeps to himself. Uh, always, I think he always has, but. Um, yeah, it was. I think it was a tough situation for him. No doubt. Um, I think. I mean, uh, I think he's a he's an NHL player. Uh, he's he showed it when he played for us. I guess in the American League, like he Did was he? just physically he was dominant. Um, you notice a difference like between an AHL and an NHL guy when it comes to him? Like you could tell. Yeah, he was meant you to can be tell. But like he he just he just thinks the game so well. Like at such a high level, I think that's the biggest difference. High speed between the NHL and the AHL is just the uh, just making like the small plays and stuff and he was able to you know execute all those plays you know perfectly easily everything came to him really easily so yeah. um speed. yeah he's um yeah i don't know what's gonna happen with him next year i'm sure he'll he'll i think he'll probably you know end up signing somewhere uh and, and he'll probably have an opportunity to play again in the nhl yeah um, the Leafs could use you him know fuck. the Leafs. <laughs> fucking Jesus. he's he's, the youngins. he's a good player he's a good hockey and that's player. the thing yeah so he can play too Right. Yeah, he can. He's not just a bruiser, right? He can bruise. He can he bruise a little bit. Like, he, he can hit. He's not really, like, uh, he doesn't really say much out there. He's pretty quiet for the most part. Scary. Um, <laughs> he's, just heavy, he's just a heavy guy. He's, um, he's good in the corners. He's strong on the puck. He you ever really play on his him. line? Yeah, I played with him for a couple games. Was it, it was fun, fun as hell? Yeah, it was funny. Hershey probably loved that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We played together for a little bit, and that was nice. So, we actually had some pretty good chemistry there but uh i got put back on the line i was with uh originally once guys got healthy what was it like fighting uh sestito uh sestito this Tom? year no i didn't fight sestito this year last year uh i saw a picture no, of year before that sestito actually was retired this year and then he came out of retirement um almost halfway through the year inside an american league deal with uh toronto okay the Marlos. yeah that's a big boy. So how many fights did you have this year? And who was the biggest name? Other than well, yourself. I fought Maroon in, in uh preseason. Did that you? Was, that was probably yeah, that was probably the the best one this year. Like the biggest name I guess you could say. Um other than that, a lot of the other guys um that I fought were obviously, you know, pretty tough guys, but um I'm trying to think. Well, let me ask you this then. Was there anybody Probably nine or ten, I think, this year? I don't nine know. or ten? Well, Just can't yeah, keep track, including eh? preseason and uh playoffs. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Especially for today's hockey. Yeah. So yeah. did you ever find I'm gonna ask you this, did you ever find that there was like younger kids coming up? Because I don't know if this is a thing in hockey anymore that were almost trying to take you on. 
You know what I mean? After watching you take on some of the bigger oh, dogs. Yeah, that's a good question. Almost like uh, when you first like came seeking in and you, you were out, looking you know for what I mean? I don't, you know what? Like I don't I haven't really it was different when I came in because there were so many like there's so many like names. heavyweights, so yeah. many names, Left. so many guys on every team whereas now it's not like that anymore. That's you don't really have those guys anymore. So um I don't get challenged very often. Um which kind of surprises me because I'm not an overly big guy. Um, you know, like I'm not, you know, uh, I don't feel like I'm, I'm as scary as some of the guys that I've fought, uh, for, uh you know, and I, I don't want to like sell myself short, but it's just, that's just the reality. You know, they're six foot four, yeah, six foot five. Place. I'm six, you know, six foot one, you know, so I'm probably an easier fight than those guys, but I guess um, it does make sense, yeah. Instead of going up trying to fight the six foot five heavy guy, why wouldn't yeah. you fight the six foot one run, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't really, I don't get challenged very often. Um, but as for young guys, we had a young guy that came in this year. Oh, West, he was playing in Milwaukee. What's his name? He fought Alex Gallant, and he, I think it was either Alex Gallant or Brett Gallant that he Friend dropped. Of the show. <laughs> dropped him. Dropped him. Yeah. Um, wow. What's his name? I'll have to figure out his name, but he's a tough kid. Yeah, yeah, he played in Milwaukee. And so he would be the only young guy, I think, that came in and really, like, um, made a made an impression that way. And I had no idea. Like, I play, we played against him so early on in the season, and uh, we, we didn't even – I didn't even know who he was. At the time, yeah. At the time. And he didn't ask me to fight or anything, but you could tell, like, he's, like, a heavier guy, and he was, like, kind of throwing his weight around and uh, – yeah, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't go in there with like no, with not studying him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm glad I didn't. Nothing happened. Yeah, it wasn't first game. He's like, uh, yeah, hey, yeah. You go I would have had no idea who he was, and I would have been ready for it. So, do you do that if you're going against another heavyweight on another team? You'll go on YouTube and watch some of his fights just to get some of his moves. Or yeah, how, how he sets up. It, it depends. I mean, um, in the American League, I'm pretty familiar with guys just from like my 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 earlier years, like my first couple of years. That's when I would do it more because I fought a lot more. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, it's just not. I'm now I'm going to play hockey, and Love that's it. all I want to focus on. Um, my game's completely changed from then. It makes sense. And um, it's it's not something that I want to be doing all the time mm -hmm. either. Yeah. So I, I try not to focus on it. If it happens, um, I'm confident that I can like handle myself. So. It's more of like a protection scenario too, right? Where's where you've been around for a while and you do see someone get greased or something like that, then that's more of your time to step in, right? I feel like in today's hockey, there's less and less and less and less of the fighting. There's less and less of the protecting. But I feel like you're just the type of guy that, you know, when the opportunity presents itself for the correct reasons, then that's when you jump in, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Who's someone that's in your ear right now at this point of your career that's helping you uh, even become a better player? You, you know, even though you're 24, you're still trying to become a better player. Still young. Still young. Who do you think uh, is that guy right now that's in your ear that you're really taking some advice from or maybe even watching and getting inspiration from? I mean, I I have lots of – I have such good support group, uh, just, you know, friends and, and family and you know, my coaching staff even this year was incredible. Um <clears throat> My dad is obviously plays a huge part. Um, he's always he understands. He understands the game really well. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd say my dad for sure. But like I've there's there's guys that I that I get you know motivation from guys I've played with. 
um, you know, like in the past and people who reach out and who have like kind of shown support for me. Cause I've kind of come a little bit of a long way from where I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. That's a tough question. I mean, there's so many people. Yeah. I can't just start. I can't start naming no. people because I don't want to forget somebody. They you know all what know I mean? who they are. Though, yeah, right? they know who so. they are. And um, yeah, no, I've just been. I've been very fortunate. I've had you know skilled coaches that have have really helped me. Um, there's a guy in like our or our organization, sorry, that comes almost every month, like Dwayne Blay. Like he's helped me over the last five years. And then my assistant coach, who actually left the, like for this this season. Um, uh, Ryan Murphy, he helped me a ton too. So, um, no, I've had lots of people that have helped me get to another level. Um, even in the summertime, like Jill Plandowski's my, my skating coach. She's a great lady and she's awesome at what she does. She does everybody. Um, yeah. She, I, yeah. Or she teaches everybody. Yeah. I should say, yeah. let's be clear. And then I've got my, you know, I've got my, my strength and my condition, my strength and conditioning coaches, the, I call them the Chris's. They're both named Chris and they're <laughs> awesome. I got one in San Diego and then I got one here and they've, Every every time I go in for a session, you know they're dialed in. They're helping me. Um, it's all one on one stuff, so that's great for me too. Uh, just get my body moving better, um, trying to get me uh, just a little bit quicker too. So, no, there's so many people that have that have helped me. You know, my mother too, obviously. Love you. Oh, she'd be some choked if you didn't say. Uh, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, she's she's awesome. She's always there. So my girlfriend too. So I, I got yeah. This is what happens when I start. I can't leave people out, you know, but everybody, everybody, I mean, I just, this city, everybody, everybody here, my family, everybody has been awesome. So we'll cut you off before you start. Yeah, exactly. We get it. Everyone's helping you. Yeah. Thanks. uh, (laughs) Do your parents go up often? Do they? To Hershey or do they try to catch games maybe closer? Uh, They try to catch the ones closer. Yeah. Yeah. So where would be the closest? Um, They were in bridge. Well, my mom was in Bridgeport. Uh, My dad actually came down for playoffs to Charlotte. You know, the thing with Hershey is Hershey's great, but there's not much to do there. Right. So I think they kind of get sick of being in Hershey. Um, they like, get so they, they try to go. Like, they try to go somewhere on the road. And Fair enough. Yeah. It's yeah. just like. I don't blame them. Yeah. But yeah. you want to go different places too, exactly, right? Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, was there, um, before this slips my mind, because this has been in my head the whole podcast, was there any new teams in the league this year that you tra- that you had to travel to for the first time, or is all the teams the same? Uh, this year, I'm trying to think. Oh, Belleville. Oh, uh, No. I've been to Belleville before. Belleville's terrible. Like Ontario Belleville? Yeah. It's like awful. where Subban played? Like the yellow team there? Yeah. The Bulls. The Bulls. Yeah, they have yeah. an American League team there now. It's it's bad. It's bad. Oh, yeah. It's not a great, great town. Not much going on there. What are you looking for when you go to a new town to play hockey? Mm-hmm. Just a good crowd? No, you want a good restaurant. He doesn't care. Just says a good restaurant. He doesn't care. Just says a good Italian restaurant. <laughs> you need a good restaurant. Um, Good steak restaurant or something. That's all you're looking for when you go to the town. That's what the boys are looking for. They're all. I'm not worried about going. the crowd. I'm not worried about anything like that. It's like I need a good restaurant. What about, Cal- good what, about what about California? When you go out there, what are you looking for? Hotel by the beach. Best beach. Oh, in California, no. In California, it's it's just <laughs> everything there is great. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You look for everything. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Good tacos, maybe. I don't know. San Diego is pretty close to Tijuana, so good yeah. tacos. So do you they ever, like, do your, do do your like, city research, too? Like, you're like, okay, this place is known for this. Let's try and hit that up. In California? Or just anywhere that you go. Well, yeah, no, I know. I usually always have... Um, I usually always have something. Like, they call me uh, promoter tuna. 
why why do they call you that just because i always have somebody in like a city or i just know somebody they always Man, that's the maritime yeah. yeah i don't know I, let me it's, message it's my fun. buddy call me promoter tuna uh my room my roommate came up with it and the boys find it funny so whenever we're going out or whenever we're doing something like uh i usually help set it up where i have something to do with it i guess but restaurant wise i mean you just you're i'm on yelp like the, as soon as we the bus pulls in somewhere near the city, I'm already on Yelp trying to figure out where we're going. You're Yelping Yelp the boys up. Yeah, he leaves reviews and stuff. <laughs> a fish, big promoter fish. tuna. <laughs> but that's that's just part of it, right? Like that's that's one of the funnest parts is being able to get on the road with all the boys and then going to dinner and and stuff like that. That's that's, that's what, the best uh, part, man. Yeah, that's it's the, the best, best part. It's fun. Do you guys have the fun. sleeper bus? No, 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 no. We have a nice bus, but it's not a sleeper bus. We have like. Uh, Almost like chairs like this. No. Oh, see, I'd fit yeah. good. So like, you can uh, sleep in them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd rather sleep in that than a tight bunk with four people above and below you. Yeah. So we've got two on one side and then uh, a single lane, too. Who gets these. the single lane? The vets? Don't sit beside uh, me. It's weird because when you have things like these, it kind of changes the whole vet. Because everybody's basically got the same True, seat. You're all right? at the same level now, right? But I'd say most, most, most of the vets are usually in the single lane. Is there, is there Wi-Fi? Some vets, some vets don't even like the single lane. Some vets like the the window seat inside on the the, the I'd, double. I'd like the window seat. I like to look out the window. Yeah, but you'd always have to sit in the front, so it doesn't matter. Right? I was always at the back. Like belly, come in the back with us. I'm like, all right, guys. Some guys like doing stuff together, like watching movies and stuff. But I'm I'm in the single one. I'm not. Oh, big 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 here. tuna. Big, need big the tuna. Space. Need need the space. You guys whatever. got Wi-Fi on the bus? It's I think so, but it's shit. What's probably. the Wi-Fi password? No clue. <laughs> It's 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 got there's this big white thing in the back of the bus. It's complicated. It's not something you just remember. It's like X W seven six five ninety-seven code. I thought you yeah. said the Wi-Fi password was no clue. I was, that was in no, my head. No, like, no, 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 no. I got no idea. Why are you going on the bus? Well, I'd like to get a tryout this year. Maybe make the team. Yeah, that's the essentially a my walk goal. on. Well, it's not like my. Be I, like I, the Eagles when they, they they let everybody come try out there. <laughs> the lacrosse team that's coming here, they're having open tryouts. I might go. Papali. 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 <laughs> I'm running around the Vince? neighborhood twice. I get home. I'm like, I, I got to go again. Come on, Papali. Papali. I met his daughter. Did you? Yeah. What? Hilarious. Like, like the real one? Like his actually, yeah, Papali. Like Papali, yeah, Papali. Yeah. I met his daughter. Not Mark she's, uh She's cool. I met her when we were in, we were in Philadelphia and uh, we went to a baseball game. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we met her. She's like, yeah, I'm... Vince Papali's daughter. I was like, no, you're not. it's Vince Papali, right? Yeah. It's Vince, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, she's like, yeah, yeah, I am. And she showed me a picture, and I was like, oh, no, what? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's funny. It's just like she's a nice girl. That's I'm, a great movie. Oh, oh. remember this? Watch it over and over and over. And remember the scene where he makes the team and he calls his buddy to help him with the jump start, even though he doesn't need a jump start, but he just wanted him to come. He's like, I just wanted you to be the first to know. Yeah. I great. cry every time watching that scene. Yeah. That was sick. as an athlete. Yeah. You're like, wow, yeah. that's, whew, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a great movie, but no, seriously starting the high button, like a big thing for me starting this thing was to be able just to be around sports teams. Like when we went to the mem cup, I was on cloud nine just due to the fact that, you know, we're around the training staff with the Mooseheads. We're around the coaching staff. I remember the first day we got there, there was like a, a media prep. And during the media prep, there was practices going on. And we got there the first day and the Mooseheads were on the ice. And no one else was watching them. It was just the Mooseheads. No one was on the bench. So I just walked on the bench. And the coaches came up to me and said, how you doing, Belanger? Fan of the high button. And then Rafi, we've already had Rafi on the podcast, came up to me. We're shooting the shit. And it's just like things like that just make 
this thing all worth it because at the end of the day i just kind of want to be around sports yeah you know so that's where you feel the most comfortable exactly right? it's the same with like you know ex-pro guys or whatever they they stay in the game like yeah. for the, there's probably a higher percentage of ex-hockey players that now stay in the profession because you that's it's like you said that's, that's what you know that's what you breathe that's where you're comfortable like yeah and that's where you're always going to be the most comfortable no matter how long you, you guys step should away make a roadie from. we should roadie now trust me we're trying to do it all we we might have we might have a couple opportunities coming our way, but we're thinking with some money we're gonna get like an RV, and because if you think about it, between dudes and I, more dudes, we know everyone in the, the whole country, at least somewhere we we can stay or we sleep in the RV. But we're thinking about making a trip from Halifax. Walmart's man. What? That's what, I Walmart's, that's what he man. said. That's exactly, exactly what he said. Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else does. You're legally allowed. There's to stay. Walmart's everywhere. Do you got one in Hershey? Oh yeah. Well, I want to stay on your couch in Hershey. Hershey. Yeah, you guys. I thought you guys stay at my place. I got a nice beanbag. Do you got a beanbag? Big beanbag chair. Dude, dude slept on a beanbag his whole life, so it'll fit right in there. That's actually high, high end for me. A beanbag. (laughs) Holy shit! It's like memory foam. Oh, what? It's gonna remember me. It's nice. (laughs) But yeah, we're 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 definitely gonna be doing a cross something trip soon. Yeah, be cool to do a behind the button type thing. You know what I mean? See what the boys are up to. Well, that's where it would end. California or there Vancouver, or just go to Vancouver and then down to California. Mm. That'd be that's probably your best bet right there. Yeah. That's a great trip. That would yeah. be sick. It's beautiful, man. It's just another. Oh, have I've, you ever done the drive? No, I want to do it this summer though. You jump in the but, RV uh, with us? Like, I mean, van, van. I've been to Van. I've been to San Diego. I've been to LA. But like all those, you know, I don't. I haven't been to San Francisco or anything like that. Oh. But here, it's really, really nice there. So I'd love to go there. San Francisco. They got yeah. Walmarts every, every in all those places, man. <laughs> Especially the states, man. The states is peppered with Walmarts. It's like yeah. our Timmy's here. There's yeah, seriously, <laughs> one on every corner. <laughs> ah, fuck it, let's sleep here. We just do a Walmart trip. We just stop at all the Walmarts and check them out. See Most which of them one's have the best. Beer, for Christ's sakes. Oh yeah, they do have beer and the, they got beer everywhere in America. The gas stations. America. I heard a rumor that we might be getting beer in the gas stations here. We're spreading soon. rumors on our show. Hey, I just heard. <laughs> be good though, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be bad. But yeah, roadies are definitely. That's part of it too. Like I, like we talk about, you know, being on the road with the boys is the same thing. When him and I hit the road, or him and I and Billy or whatever hit the road, yeah. And then we start to mingle with the teams and stuff. That's what it feels like for us, right? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, basically the best possible scenario for everybody. I don't know for the people that we're yeah. following and shit, but for us, right? Like the road yeah. trips is pretty much everything. It's a good way to connect. Yeah. Connecting with people, man. That's the that's the best part. It's oh. life, man. You, sure. you start to learn that as you get older. When you're younger, you're like, eh, not really. But as you get older, especially in business, you like the only way business works is connecting with people. That's all yeah. you got to do. Is connect. Yep. The it's more you connect, it's easy now. Yeah, it's, now it's easy. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's true. Same in the hockey world. I always preach that to the younger guys, even the junior guys. Like, if you're in the Mooseheads organization, don't just focus on hockey. Focus on the people who are around you. Focus on the people that want to talk to you. You know, the, the amount of networking that you can do when you're a healthy scratch and you're up in the media booth and NHL scouts are around you, talk to them. Be like, hey, so what do you, you work for, uh, you know, Tampa Bay? You're a scout? Cool. Like, you know, I might not get drafted, but I've always wanted to be in that industry. Just talk to people. Like, yeah. I can yeah, imagine you, learn, you can learn so much, too. You can learn so much. Oh, and, man. Which um, you are that's, living proof I mean, of that. It's funny. Like, when I travel, too, in the summertime, a big thing for me is, like, I love meeting people and, and just getting yeah. their perspective on things. And my girlfriend kind of gets annoyed because I always end up in a conversation with somebody. But um, no, it's it's uh, it's awesome to just learn about other people and yeah, other um, places, yeah, especially in the business friends. you're in. Making friends is is huge. 
well in the hockey industry yeah, especially it's fun. In, especially in the hockey industry too it's fun yeah, yeah. That, it's always like that classic scenario in hockey too like fucking hated that guy and then you meet him he's like such a beauty you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. it just happens every time but you just go yeah. and you know that that guy's gonna yeah. be somewhat the same as you you know Usually the, the bigger the prick he is on the ice, the better he is, you know, off the off ice. The ice yeah. I think Galant said that when he came on here. That's yeah. what he said. He's like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing Jordan Boyd this year? Yeah. I'll okay, be there. sick. They just yeah. released that, actually. Oh, did they? Yeah, I, they okay, that's it, why yeah. I asked. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm uh, six for six this year. Six for six. Yeah. That's I a great started, event. I started off playing on the Boyd team my first year, mm. so I wasn't a celeb that year. But, uh, yeah, six for six. Jeez, you want to yeah. talk about starting as not a celeb to now being one of the celebs eh, in a few years? That's pretty cool. You must have started when you were. We got went. roasted though. My Did first you? year, yeah, <laughs> I was like, they picked me up because they, I mean, they don't, they, they're, they're all dads and uncles and yeah. I mean, they got they're they played, but they got the beer belly on. You them got now. you know you have those young teams and stuff yeah. with the all the young kids from like RNS um, and even the Bedford team. Yeah, man. And you guys, and your t- you played on a team, I didn't right? Play, no, you never played. I don't think so. What was a team with? No, Alds played. Alds, Alds, Alds played. Pl- one yeah, their their team. And like I remember, Jordan Burke played one year, but yeah, got, even Jordan guys Burke, just sort yeah. of junior and stuff. When we watched, yeah. Yeah. they're like everything's still up to game speed. They still have their legs, whereas like you know when you get older and stuff, it's all about the passing and not moving up ice and shit like that, right? So it's just tougher to keep up. Yeah. Pro guys coming in just running your show <laughs> without trying, like. Come on. The celeb game last year was unreal. The whole event is the unreal. Whole, like, they were going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like, just they were going just minus the hitting. It was yeah. just, well, once one guy does something, you know, a little bit extra, yeah. and then everyone's well, like, Well, you okay. can't take the competitiveness out of out of guys, you know. Yeah, you shouldn't true. want to. Yeah. Like, I think we, we yeah, we me and Neeler were on the team that won it last year, and I was going hard. He was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. He's just constantly yapping eh, on the yeah, bench, but just talking. like funny stuff. He's not yeah. like chirping guys mean. He's just like making up nicknames and like <laughs> shit like that. Do you yeah. remember? Who was the one guy? There that was he, a one kid. That yeah, was, he kept yelling. Yeah, I can't kept, remember what he called him. I remember I was back on the bench and I was filming and he looks right at me. He goes, hey, hey, can you go back and cut my stick two inches? <laughs> I'm like, I'm filming, but yeah, sure. So I just give you the camera and I just go and cut his stick. But Is I was it? on cloud nine. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll cut Neil's Bell stick. Bellboy. I remember we were at the bar after, and he bought, like, the whole bar, a big round of shots. It was awesome. He was Pro- handing out $100 bills. Was he? in uh, At the pizza corner. Was he? He was in a rig shot, and he was handing out $100 bills. Why wouldn't you have called, <laughs> why wouldn't you have called me then and not told me now? It was hilarious. Neiler, Neiler, it's one of the here. funniest things I've ever seen. He's, like, getting hauled around on this rig shot, and he's like, hunted, hunted. No. He could probably pull the rig shot. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. He signed for a lot in Calgary. Not yeah. the best year he had, but still, he had fucking, he signed a great contract. Fucking right. He's in Canada. I think That's he'll be all right. I think he'll probably get maybe traded somewhere else. And He get, needs to be the guy. He's got to, I think he's got to be put in a good, like, scoring opportunity. Because yeah. he can shoot the puck. He's a goal scorer. So, um, you know, for a goal scorer, you, you got to be put with, one, a guy that can, you know, put it on your tape and in the right areas. Yeah. And two, you got to be a power play guy. Like, you got to be Just a go to guy. You got to be a go to guy. Yeah. You got to have your, you got to have that mojo, you yeah. know? So I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. That's All right, boys, coming up on an hour here. Holy shit. You got to thank anyone? Or no, that's your job. If you're uh, last minute, you got to thank anyone. Thank you anyone. Gotta, you got to say hi to your girlfriend. You got to say hi to mom, dad, or. Because there's people that listen to this and all they yeah. think about is, oh, please mention me, please mention me. So you got to think of those people right now. And, <laughs> oh man, and, uh, and say, oh, yeah. like all, all your boys are gonna all, be pissed all the if fellas, you don't mention them. I mean, them. they know who they are. Um, my mom, my grandmother, who's a sweetheart. You're just playing. Both grandmothers who are sweethearts, actually. 
I don't think my grandfather will listen to this, but hopefully he does. Papa Pete. Uh, my dad, my girlfriend. Uh, yeah, love y'all. All right. Dudes. Thanks, never... fellas. Thanks, fellas. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for the stick. Yeah. I wish uh, that. We'll get a, we should get a picture after this one we'll yeah. with the stick and shit. All right, everyone listening, thank you very much. Make sure to go to all of our social media outlets. Like, subscribe, comment, YouTube, Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, MySpace, Instagram. MSN, Instagram, all that good stuff. Liam, once again, thanks for coming on. All right, we're out, boys. Peace. Peace. Awesome. I can't Sure.